And good afternoon, and welcome to the Women's Show. I'm uh, Deb Anderson with you until uh, 2 o'clock with the finest of music performed by women. And we just listened to uh, a vocalist, uh, guitarist, and songwriter that I'm not that familiar with, but gotten to know pretty darn well <laughs> over here in the last couple of weeks, uh, Stephanie Ann Johnson. Um, and we uh, listened to uh, her brand, their brand new album called Jewels. Um, and we started off with, I think, the perfect song, The Day That You Began. After that, uh, an older uh, single that he, they released called American Blues and then uh, ended with Jewels, uh, that's title track of the album, Jewels. And hopefully, I'm pretty sure I got Stephanie Ann, uh, or Stephanie on the phone. Are you there, Stephanie? I am here. How are you? Yeah, you're definitely there. You're like, you're more there than I'm there. It's like, whoa. Um, you're not in Lincoln, Nebraska, are you? You just sound so clear. And um, No, I'm not. I'm uh, I'm over here in Tacoma, Washington. Yeah, well, I kind of figured that's where you were because that's kind of where you're from. But um, gosh, you sound great. And I'm telling you, Stephanie, um, I watched the video from your the first song from that, the day that uh, that you began and... What a wonderful video that is for that song. Yeah, um, we really enjoyed um, putting that together. Uh, uh, got a, a friend of mine uh, named Michael Romley to direct the video for us um, and got a bunch of uh, friends and friends of friends to um, let us uh, hang out with their kids for an afternoon. Huh. Yeah, well, I, I, it was so joyful. Uh, it was so much fun to see the video. I mean, I've listened to the music, but then I saw the visuals, and I mean, just the joy and your smile—it just takes over the whole screen. It was like, wow! Now I understand why you started your brand new album, Jewels, with that song because that's the perfect beginning. Yeah, um, I really, I really enjoyed writing that song um, and working with this group called the Style Program. Um, cause it, it's based on a children's book. Um, oh. and the book is, is called, uh, the day you begin. Uh, and, and, uh, my song has an extra syllable, the day that you begin. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, but it's just about, um, uh, deciding that, deciding that you love yourself right where you are, mm. um, and that you can be your weird little self. And um, all of the people that enjoy your weird little self uh, will find you that much quicker. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, I, that that is so well conveyed. Well, it's 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 a wonderful way. It's it's a really beautifully written song. And of course, uh, I want to mention again, I'm talking to Stephanie Ann Johnson, uh, singer, songwriter, guitarist, um, and you have a brand new album called Jewels. And I did, I did end that set with the title track, Jules, and you wrote all the songs on the album except that song. Uh, correct, yes. So I'm curious, and that's a traditional song. Um, why did you choose that for the title? And I know you end the album with that song. Yeah, um, over the past, um, let's say probably like 10 years at this point, I've created some good relationships with some um, affirming churches in the area. Um, and my favorite kind of music to bring to a Sunday service. Um, I mean, I like that. I like that old timey 
Americana feel. I love hymns. Um, but I wanted to find a hymn that was affirming and that, uh-huh. that you know, speaks to people uh, as, as how they are. You know, none of us, none of us are, are perfect. We're all different. Um, oh, yeah. Not, yeah, not unlike, uh, not unlike um, the earth. Um, we're, we're all different, but we're all here. God bless it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I love the visual imagery that I, I got listening to that song. And, and I certainly feel the gospel, uh, feel for it, but, um, it seems so once again, like your title song, it's like encompassing all, all peoples. I mean, we're all individuals and we all are jewels shiny in the crown and and we're all important in all our different uh shiny little ways yes <laughs> well yes yes indeed um well very interesting now you you basically kind of did this with uh your producer jeff fieldler um and he he played good well he has been a guitarist for the indigo girls but on the album he he did all kinds of things didn't he Yes. Oh my goodness. Um, so on the record, he uh, he's playing several different guitars, um, and he's playing um, some of the keyboards, uh, and he's also playing bass. Mm. <laughs> um, so he did a lot. He did a lot of things. Um, but my goodness, he is just an incredible musician to have in the room. Mm. Um, he he's the kind of he's the kind of person where like. There's no, there's no, um, there's no argument. There's no pressure. Wow. It's just like, hey, hey, I'd like to do this, and he's like, sure, let's figure out how that works. Cool. Um, I just, I really appreciate working with artists who, um, who, who allow allow me that room uh, for creativity. Um, I, I like to, uh, e- even though you know the songs are written, they're through composed. Um, there is a way that they go. I I love to um, leave leave room for you know the spirit to move as it does. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so so I really love working with artists who who are on that level on that wavelength too. It's it's very cool. Well, he sounds. Uh, you know when I when he's in the video of of the uh, of the. Uh, that first the song on the day, yeah. yeah, he's uh, in there. He's got with his wife and probably his little baby. Yes, Edie. in there. <laughs> um, and you know, I got this flashes of Jeff Tweedy, like Jeff Tweedy, and how important he is, was is to Mavis Staples, and you know mm-hmm. that and their partnership and how he brought out her individuality, you know, and gave her all this great, you know freedom to be original and do her own music and not be typecast, you know, stereotyped, you know. Yes, yes. Um, so um, I got this v- really kind of a visual about, wow, this guy is, you know, probably, you know, just as cool <laughs> as, as Jeff is. And I, you know, speaking of Mavis Stables, I know you opened for her uh, on several occasions. Yes, um Right, right before the pandemic, I had the the pleasure of opening for Mavis Staples, and sharing a little bit of um, of space and time with her. And my goodness, oh. um, it was a really in- incredible experience. Um, but to your point about about Jeff Fielder, um, 
one of the one of the great things about having artists from from different generations, you know, mm. uh, that that I work with is that the the stories are really good and incredible. Um, the stories he has about um, players and bands that I love and respect are are really incredible to have um, on hand. Um, and also, um, he's introduced me to a, a couple of, of younger players. Um, we've got Will Mapp, who's playing the drums on the record. And then um, there's a, a, a guy named Sean Crawford, who, is, who plays uh, guitar and a little bit of bass for us as well. And having that energy uh, of new musicians that um, I am still getting to know um, uh, as well in the group is really, um, it's really incredible. I love that. Um, I love being in community with different musicians that have different perspectives. Um, I feel like it really creates, it really creates a, a beautiful feeling in the room when you're uh, trying to be in that creative space. Um, I really look forward to, we have a couple of rehearsals on the books um, for uh, uh, some full band shows that we're doing at the end of the month. Um, uh, those rehearsals are like the week of the 26th. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the the shows are the, the 28th uh, in Seattle and the 29th uh, in, in Portland. Um, and I'm just, I'm really, I'm very pleased with how things are going. I'm super excited for these rehearsals and um, to make this uh, next little piece of, of joyful noise to put out into the universe. Uh, and speaking of joyful noise, um, you know, there is a, a quote from you is finding your joy and going there. Um, do you feel when you put this album out, you kind of, kind of did what you're always saying you ought to be doing? Um, you know... I think so. Um, I think the the other thing that I have been learning to do in these last two years, especially with the pandemic, um, is is learning to learning to be with myself and be at peace with myself. Mm. Um, and I feel like uh, this record is kind of an act of that. Um, I'm definitely in my joy. I'm definitely in my giggle. <laughs> um, but I'm. But I also went to. I also went to some very emotional places, you know, with mm -hmm. myself um, and was able to be with myself in those emotional places and, mm -hmm. um, and love myself while I'm feeling those feelings that are less than desired, shall we say. <laughs> uh, well, you know, when I, I saw your video or see pictures of you, it's like all I can think of is joy. I mean, you radiate this, this wonderful feeling I, I just you can just see it visually you can hear it in the music um you were talking about community and i know you are out of tacoma washington and you probably play in seattle washington quite a bit yes um i i'm part of the beautiful patchwork of musicians that play in and around seattle which feels really great mm. um i get to hang out with the um, the musicians that are uh, connected to the Rain City Rock Camp, um, um, which is a wonderful uh, summer camp that gets put on. Um, I'm I still have like one toe <laughs> in with some of the folks that uh, make musical theater around here as well. Mm. Um, so I feel pretty good about the theater community. 
Um, and then also sometimes when I when I go and I make the daytime musician money, I still get to teach and I get to hang out in um, in different classrooms. Um, so I also have have that experience of mm. um, uh, working with young people. I feel like it's hard for me to think about like how can I expect these young people to be fans of my music if they don't know me? Mm-hmm. Um, and where are they? Well, they're in public school, so that's where I've got to go yeah. <laughs> for for career day and for um, uh, Martin Luther King Day. Um, uh, I really enjoy talking about music history um, with young people as well. Um, there, there are wonderful places to find yourself in modern art, but also there are there. There's so much. <laughs> there's so mm-hmm. much modern art. Um, there's uh, so many wonderful things to see and take part in. Well, it, you know, Seattle seems like such a vibrant community for the arts and artistic people and, and all kinds of people of every variety. I mean, and it seems like a wonderful, supportive place. And speaking of art, you have such an original artwork for your cover of your album, Jewels. Um, who, who did the artwork for that? So, so... Uh, one of the traditions I've started uh, the, <laughs> this last couple of years is um, commissioning a piece of art um, for myself for my birthday. Mm. Um, and so last year, uh, uh, I commissioned my friend Cara Jean Murray, um, who is a, she's a mural artist. Um, she paints uh, found objects, and um, she also uh, puts her work on. Um, smaller objects, like a couple of uh, pairs of my shoes. Um, but her and I, we had a conversation. Um, <laughs> and I told her, you know, my idea of um, it's, it's important for me to to uh, to give my own self my flowers while I'm <laughs> still living and not, uh-uh, right. not, you know, not not waiting until um until that end of life transition to be given all my flowers and all the beautiful things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, uh, uh, I'm a Tom Petty fan, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, and I do, I feel like I belong among the, the wildflowers oh. and among somewhere I feel free. Um, and so she really captured that beautifully, uh, Cara Jean Marie. Um, she really captured that beautifully in the painting. Um, and then we had, um, uh, another day where another friend of mine, Krishar, um, took some uh, beautiful um, photographs of the painting. Um, and and uh, then we had another visual artist um, do some uh, graphic design magics. Oh, my goodness. Mm. Um, wow. <laughs> um, cool. And so now it, now it looks like the, the cover of an album. And I just got to give a big shout out to uh, Mackenzie, um, my manager, mm-hmm. um, nine months ago or whatever. I told him, like, <laughs> I want the cover of the album to be this painting. <laughs> and he said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you've got your eyes closed and it's such a, it's, it's such an interesting, beautifully, I, I mean, it's just, it just kind of makes you just kind of want to delve you know dive deep into it and understand what's she thinking about you know what's this what's this all about um yeah it's it's a visually stunning and unfortunately this is radio and you know you can't really um 
But um, but yeah, it's a wonderful birthday present to yourself and to the world. Anybody it purchases. Oh, you bet. Well, it certainly attracted my attention. I'm a bit of a visual person, and I just like, wow, this is very cool. Um, here, I'm, I'm kind of curious, um, working with this very cool guy, Jeff Fiedler, how'd you ever meet him? Is he part of that uh, Seattle music scene up there? Um, my goodness, is he a part of the Seattle music scene? Bless it. <laughs> um, so during the pandemic, um, I had a... a uh, a former bandmate uh, and friend, uh, he turned a room in his house into a TV studio. Huh. Um, and so we did a whole bunch of live streams. Wow. Um, and one of them was uh, uh, like just every every guitar player in the Pacific Northwest. It was like a spotlight on me singing with all of these wonderful guitar players. Huh. Um, so I called everybody I knew, <laughs> um, and, and some people I didn't know huh. too well, and said, "Hey, hey, come make some music with me." Um, so I got in a room with um, some some great musicians from the area. R.L. Hire, we got Kathy Moore, we got, hmm. um, and then of course we also got Jeff Fielder. Um, so the feeling in the room was excellent, um, hmm. uh, and. I don't know if it was coming from him or me, but at the time we 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 really felt uh, you know drawn to be making music together. Um, and then um, uh, probably a year ago at this point, um, I was you know scheduled to go to Jeff's house to hang out in his studio and really just talk and see you know what we were going to do. Um, and the the very first thing that we recorded uh, was Jewels, the title huh. track from the record. Uh-huh. Um, and so that was the first time we hung out. The second time we hung out, he had done hmm. he had done his magic basically <laughs> um, to the track. Um, and I'm sitting in front of his computer, and he plays it for me. Um, and of course, I start bawling because why wouldn't you? It's a beautiful piece of art. <laughs> right. And um, um, and then it became clear clearer to both of us that we should make a record. Um, and so that's how that's how Jules came about. Um, uh, a couple of chance meetings. Um, Amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, really wonderful stuff. Also, Jeff's wife, Tecla Waterfield. Um, I met. Oh no her way! Years that's ago. his wife. That was Tecla. Yes, I love her. Yes, that's Tecla. I love her. <laughs> I didn't realize they were married. Oh my gosh! Well, that is amazing. I, She's yeah, the well, best. Yeah, I met her years ago, connected <laughs> to Rain City Rock Camp, uh, and then a couple years later, pre-pandemic, she had me out to her uh, Great Ladies of Country Music uh, Night. Yeah. Um. Uh, so so yeah, it's a. It, Oh. It's a community up it here, is. and it's very it's it's hopping. I enjoy it. <laughs> oh my gosh! You know she is so supportive of uh, uh, women artists and and uh, uh, all, you know people uh, artists in general and in the, her community. And and she, I believe she told Twyla about about you. Um, that's kind of how we first learned about you is through Tecla. Because she's always saying, yes. "Well, we, you should listen to this," and we, I know this this really great performer. Um, so yeah, she's wow. I guess I should have recognized her. You know, she's got that red hair thing going on. It's like, but but I did not. So um, 
Very, very cool. Um, so, speaking of, you guys got a chemistry, you and Jeff. Are you already thinking about another album? Because you might as well. You've probably been writing songs like crazy, I suspect. You know, I one of my one of my favorite things to do is uh, to write music. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, obviously. And so I have, I have, believe it or not, a, a backlog of several songs that I uh, do want to put out. Um, so I don't know. There might be another album in the works. We'll uh, hardly. Uh, we'll see what kind of magic we can make happen. You know, right. believe it or not, you know, hashtag capitalism based on how well this record sells. Come on, man, buy a record. <laughs> <laughs> and there you go. Uh, well, we're going to talk a little bit about all your, all your different uh, social media. I mean, you really cover the gamut of. of being out there in the world. By the way, I'm speaking to Stephanie Ann Johnson um, out of Tacoma, Washington, and plays apparently, I mean, Seattle is certainly a hotbed. Uh, brand new album out. It's called Jewels here on Sweethearts and Badasses of Americana and Beyond. And, um, you know, it, uh, it's really an interesting thing that you're, that you're putting out, uh, well, you put out some singles, um, and why did you choose the songs that you did do the videos or the singles? I know you did that and you can't go home, which must have quite a story behind that one. Yes. Um, you can't go home. We, um, and when I say we, I, I, I do feel a little bit weird. It's not necessarily we as in like the Royal we, but like, as in the, like the team of, of artists and, um, other humans that I'm working on mm -hmm. uh, this music with. Um, so that video got filmed for Can't Go Home in 2019. Um, and it was one of the last days we had in my grandmother's house before um, we had to sell it. We got it sold right before the pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. Really, it was a, a lot of uh, a lot of work by my mother um, consolidating um uh, pre, you know, consolidating 60 years, uh, you know, of collected items, um, you know, from the ancestral home, the home that I came home to from the hospital. Mm -hmm. um, wow. Uh, so, yeah, it was, yeah, it was definitely... It was, well, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> really. Uh. Um, but with songs like this, I, I felt like this is a way that that I can talk about something that is both political and personal, you know, mm -hmm. um, because it was a, a place that my grandmother lived for, for 60 plus years. Um, so it, so it was personal and emotional, but also, uh, you know, it's a lot about finance. It's a lot about the heart, the housing market. It's a mm -hmm. lot about, um, inflation. It's a lot about how much things cost. It's a lot about, you know, is, sleeping inside a human right at this point, you know? Um, mm -hmm. So, so there are a lot of those factors that go into making a song like that as well. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I really wanted to, to make something that would speak to a lot of different people. Cause I know a lot of different people are going through it. Um, a lot of people are, are having to make hard decisions about, the family property. A lot of people are having to um, pack up and clean up and get moved out. And um, it's tough and it's emotional. 
Um, but at least for at least for me, um, I got to keep the people involved. You know, I got to keep my mother and my grandmother. Those are beautiful relationships, and I I get to keep those. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a beautiful song out of the deal, so I can't complain too much. <laughs> no, you don't seem like much of a complainer, really. Um, is is that? how you come up with your the songs that you write is through personal experiences and, and sometimes political, you know, um, references or, um, is it, or just the people that you meet and, and what's going on in the world and you just have this idea. I mean, how do you go about writing a song and, and why do you think it's important to put that down in words? I tend to think of, um, writing a song or or writing a poem as uh, for me it is it is what makes it no pressure is i'm only ever attempting to describe a feeling in english Mm. I'm, i'm only ever trying to take a feeling and describe it in such a way that somebody who doesn't know me or never will meet me um can can access that feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so it is small in that, um, I, I'm, it's, you know, it's reflective. I'm looking at myself, right? I'm trying to be mm-hmm. self-aware. Um, but it's also quite vast in that I want to make something that other people have the potential to see themselves in. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. I want to make songs that other singers and other songwriters in other times can sing and still feel emotional about. Um, I, I, as a, as a singer writing music that I know other musicians will play on. I also do a little bit of the, you know, feel the dreams with it. If Uh you build it, they will come. Mm -hmm. If I make enough room for, really beautiful talented musicians to walk around and make themselves comfortable in a song if i can do that they'll show up you know um wow so it's a it's a pretty amazing thing and i feel very grateful for it and i've spent the last 20 years trying to trying to figure out how to write a really good song and uh if i am very lucky i'll get to spend a couple more years doing (laughs) that too uh yeah the the songs are certainly out outlive all of us and and that's the the beauty of you know writing a song that lives on i mean there's so many great songs out there that the per, the person that wrote them is no longer with us but these songs carry on and do express what they experience their emotions their their thoughts on on what went on so i mean it, it's such a gift to be you're very gifted to be able to write that down, and I feel that you you put a lot of your emotion and a lot of your heart and soul into into your lyrics. Um, so, gosh, it's, I, I, I love how you kind of put that, you know, put that in the perspective. Um, um, you know, do you really think that music kind of transports you to a different place, a different time, um, and kind of lifts you up? So I, I do, and here's, here's a, a quick story if I can manage it. I mm. must have been 16 or 17 because I had my driver's license. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because I remember going out to the coffee shop afterwards. Um, but uh, this this woman, uh, uh, this opera singer came through Tacoma. Um, oh, uh, I, I, I'm thinking of her face right now and I can't remember her name, but I will hopefully remember it before the end of the story. But mm-hmm. she came through Tacoma and she was giving a recital in the Pantages Theater and um, I was studying classical voice at the time um, and my mother got these tickets and we went to this program and she was singing in French about traveling through a spice market in mm-hmm. Asia. Mm-hmm. And I remember, you know, closing my eyes and like, like feeling the color and mm-hmm. the smell of the place, even though um, you know, at the time, you know, my French was not that good. <laughs> um, but huh. I just remember feeling transported by that. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I, that I love about the music that I do is that it can exist in a concert hall, but it can also exist in a living room. And I mm. want I want more people to feel invited. I want more people to feel like music isn't just for rich people who can afford it. Um, music is absolutely for everyone. Um, so, yeah, I just, I wanted to hopefully help more people feel that feeling. Well, you you started singing when you were very young, weren't you? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, I I took my first voice lesson when I was in the eighth grade. And... <laughs> um, the the woman who gave me that lesson uh, was a woman named Elise Belanger, and <laughs> I hadn't seen name. her in. Uh, it, it is a great name. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't seen her in. Oh my gosh, twenty five years, almost thirty years, and she was actually at the concert last night. Oh my gosh, um, no, I know all my feelings. <laughs> How so, cool is that? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so. Uh, uh, yeah, I've been, I started taking a voice lesson when I was in the eighth grade. I would come home from school in sixth grade and seventh grade, um, uh, and and we were latchkey kids, so it was my brother and I home for a couple of hours before uh, mom or grandma got home from work. Um, and so I would sing in the house and make all of this noise, um, and then my parents would come home and I would be quiet and, and finishing my homework. Um, <laughs> Because, you know, being a being a kid, there's something about, you know, not being found out, um, <laughs> right. being too obsessed with a thing, you know. Right. Um, and it was really my brother who who said to my parents, you, you got to get this person some voice lessons. <laughs> like, you, we got to. <laughs> oh, good for him. This, man. <laughs> so. Um, so I'm very, I'm very grateful for, for the, the many times that I was lovingly pushed into doing uh, more music. Yeah, well, you, you studied music in college, too. I mean, like you said, classically yes. trained. Yes. Um, I went to Pacific Lutheran University, um, and I studied classical voice, and I sang in French and Spanish and mm. German and Latin and learned a little bit about the musical traditions from these places. I was privileged to be able to travel abroad, um, both with my choir and um, with other friends that were musicians, Mm. uh, and learn more about music culture in places like Ireland and Scotland. 
Um, and it really, I've, I've always had like such, um, a, a, a love of folk music, a love of the music that people are just making together. Um, it doesn't have to be fancy. You don't have to do it in front of the lights. It's great to do it in front of the fancy lights, but uh-huh. you, you really can. You can do it in the basement. You can do it in the kitchen. Um, plenty of people do it while they're holding their kids, while they're holding uh-huh. their elders. Plenty of folks do it holding hands at church when they sing together. Um, there are many ways and uh, uh, just... Uh, experiences that people can have with music uh, and I want to champion as many as possible I think we should all make much more joyful noise than we do wow yeah I, I totally agree I love how you expressed all that by the way I'm speaking to Stephanie Ann Johnson brand new album called Jewels um, now Stephanie Stephanie I've got a question because I'm been <laughs> I've been watching The Voice since season one um, because I just love that sort of thing. I just think it's so interesting. And you were on season five of The Voice. Now tell me all about mm-hmm. that because I'm very curious about that experience. Well, uh, like I was saying about many ways to experience music, right. uh, you know, reality TV is definitely a way you can experience music. My goodness. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and one of the things that I learned while I was doing The Voice is that uh, I'm much more of a theater musician. Um, I much more enjoy, like, oh, hand me a script. Tell me what I'm supposed to say. Again, <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> being put on the spot and highly, highly oh, emotional right. is very, it's it's stressful and it's difficult. And the people that do it and are good at it, it's a skill. Let me tell you. Mm. Um, but it was definitely a blessing to have that experience to meet different songwriters from different places in the country. Um, American music is a big thing. Um, American music is a a big legacy. Uh, It is a beautiful history. It is a tapestry, as it were. Mm -hmm. Um, And when you go about meeting these different musicians, it's like pulling on all these beautiful threads. Uh, And so you find uh, different people that have different music traditions. Like I met some really wonderful artists from Nashville um, and then later got to travel to Nashville to experience a songwriters round in Nashville because oh, it's man. just, it's different than in other places where I've, I've done writers round. Um, mm-hmm. I got to experience some musicians uh, from um, Hawaii and from Las Vegas that have oh. different um, uh, performing traditions. Um, so there was something really beautiful about that, the cultural exchange, if nothing else. Well, then apparently it, it certainly changed you and, and made you more who you are at this point in time. You do a, such a great mix of, of music. I mean, gospel and soul and, and country and Americana and blues and, and R&B. Um, is, that's just who you are, isn't it? I... Honestly, I think <laughs> um, I, as a vocalist, I really love a challenge. I really, uh, I love to depend on my ear when I am uh, learning a song and different musical traditions, singers from different musical traditions have different, um, there, there are different details to the performance. 
so like if I'm listening to what Billie Holiday does with her phrasing, right? Not only is it specific to the era, right? The the mm-hmm. you know forties or fifties, um, but it's also specific culturally to her and the the time and place. Mm-hmm. Now, when I'm learning Patsy Cline, right? Mm-hmm. Also from the fifties, it's specific to that you know the technology of the time. The the same uh, uh, with Billie Holiday, but mm-hmm. also the Nashville tradition is much different um, than than what was being done. Uh, in uh, New York um, at the time. So that's something I really, really love as a vocalist is listening to different different methods of vocal production. Hmm. Um, Because, you know, you listen to the Beatles singing and it sounds completely different than what Beyonce is doing, right? (laughs) Right, that's pretty (laughs) different, yeah. But... but, Um, there, are, there are things in common that you can find. You know, breast support is breast support anywhere you're singing in any language. Um, wow. Uh, so so I, I, really, I really enjoy uh, that as a vocalist. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's exciting well, it <laughs> uh, is to be exciting. learning a new song in a new way. <laughs> well, I, I, I suspect you did a, or maybe still do, a radio show at uh, KNKX uh, called Grooveyard. I, I I bet you just yes. love talking about the music and explaining, you know, a little bit of the roots and, and how these these vocalists and these, you know, how they informed each other. Um, well, is that a great experience I, for you? Know, it's, yeah, it's it's still ongoing. It's KNKX. It's terrestrial radio, but you mm-hmm. can find it online. God bless it. Um, uh, Saturdays from one to four. And it is, the genre is soul jazz. So it's to me, it's it's all of the um, some of the peripheral musical characters because because I think about music like uh, mainstream pop music is the mainstream, but then there are all these other you know like I said a tapestry, all these other threads surrounding it. Um, so if in my mind you know James Brown is uh, you know this wonderful seminal um, artist. There are like 65 other artists connected to him that played alongside him and with him uh, that have their own musical catalogs, oh, wow. um, you know, of, of, you know, some of his work, some influenced by his work. And, and, and you can research these artists and find new life and new uh, music there that you wouldn't have otherwise discovered. Um, and I love that you mentioned that. And it's April and it's Jazz Appreciation mm. Month. Oh, cool. Yeah, we love jazz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Indeed. And so um, I got to talk this month a little bit about the music of Roy Ayers, mm. um, who's had a 60 plus uh, year career making music um, with everybody from Herbie Mann, who's a flautist, to Tyler the Creator, who is a rapper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also got to talk about um, Roberta Flack. Um, uh, who's just an incredible vocalist who was discovered doing, who was discovered singing a lounge act, singing jazz in D.C. Hmm. Um, in the, uh, uh, I want to say late 50s, early 60s. Um, and then, you know, went on to make some really just indelible R&B uh, uh, hits. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. uh, most notably uh, for me, at least, is Be Real Black for me. Um, 
so just I really I really enjoy talking about these artists. Mm. I have had a blast researching them. Because, you know, Sounds um, great. God bless it these days, it's a Google search. <laughs> it's a Google search. It's mm-hmm. a Wikipedia. It's uh, um, some of it's surface information, but, you know, some of it's also uh, websites like Discogs uh, that, that oh, yeah. uh, will tell you, you know, which artist played which song, was covered by which artist, you know, featuring which other artist. Um, so... Yeah, the Groovyard is definitely a place for me to dig into <laughs> more music. <laughs> oh, good. Now, repeat again wh- where you can find this, because I think I'm going to have to listen in. Yeah, it's it's um, it's an NPR station. God bless it. So mm-hmm. it's 88.5 KNKX. Okay. Um, we have an app. You can get the KNKX app or wherever you get oh. your radio um, online. You can look it up. Um, the show is called The Groove Yard. Um, I know that we also have it on demand at knkx.org if you click that listen feature. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a lot of fun. Oh, um, boy. And it is fun. another way to, to be involved in music. I love, I love it. being a DJ. <laughs> I love it. And you'd be... The- such you are such would be well are such a great I mean it's so I've been so fascinated by listening to you I'm just like I don't even want to end the interview and I I kind of need to wind it down here uh Stephanie Ann Johnson it's been just a delight and uh, yeah I think your radio show would be super super informative and fun and I can't wait to listen to it um okay where can you be found on social media um probably everywhere right you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Stephanie Ann Johnson. It's Ann with an E. It's all one word. It's all lowercase. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually posting about shows or workouts or various pictures of me with my dogs. Um, <laughs> if you right. want to buy the record, head to Bandcamp. Um, if you buy the record on Bandcamp, um, I will see... I will see the most uh, return for a dollar um, from the people at Bandcamp. They are very good at paying artists. Bless mm-hmm. them. Um, right. But if what you've got is Spotify or uh, uh, what do you call this uh, or YouTube, you know, you can get it there too. Um, wherever you find music, that's where I'll be. <laughs> that's where you'll be. And you're part of have a Patreon account, which must be very important for you as as a musician. Um, it's important. It's interesting. It's definitely a new way to, um, it's a new way to, uh, be involved in the lives of my listeners, uh, and, and, uh, tell people secrets and, and let them, let them know what it is that I'm doing, um, behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a very cool thing. We've done a couple of meetups. Um, one was, uh, the listening party for the record that we did, uh, I want to say probably six months ago at this point. Um, but it was very, very cool to sit in a room and listen to the record all the way through mm. for the very first time, um, with a bunch of people who, um, have been supporting me and following me and loving me, um, oh, for a while. So Love it's, it. it's, it's definitely a blessing. <laughs> it is a blessing. You know what? Like I said, I'm going to have to, and it's been it's been a blessing for me to talk to you. I just really have. That's uh, a great thing about doing these interviews is I get to know, sort of, you know, in some way get to know an artist that I may not have an insight about. And now it's like, oh my gosh, how wonderful to have a little bit to know 
Stephanie Ann Johnson. It's been great for me. Um, you know, I'm going to end with, uh, well, I always, I try to ask people what I, they want me to end the show with or the interview with. And I, I thought, apology, do you have another suggestion for me to go out with? Um, apology is a great one to end on. Um, but if you would, uh, please uh, play the song, He Knows. Um, I, I got a pretty good write-up uh, uh in, in a, uh, uh, an online uh, blog from the UK about about this record and uh, that tune in particular. Um, for those folks that are spiritual, um, sometimes, you know, if you find that moment to, to be still, you can find that, uh, that voice inside that knows. And uh, for those folks that aren't, I hope that you have those kind of relationships where you can take your problems to a friend um, and they've got something for you and they uh, will know what you're going through and are, are there for you. So that's what that song is about. Okay. Um, uh, take that good love wherever you can find it okay. <laughs> and leave some for someone else too. Yeah. <laughs> that does sound like the perfect song. So I'm going to go out with He Knows and that's from the album Jewels from... Stephanie Ann Johnson, thank you so much for talking to me on Sweethearts and Badasses of Americana and Beyond here on the Women's Show. Um, well, hopefully we'll talk again. If you ever get to Link, Nebraska, please look us up. For sure. Thank you so much for this interview. I had a good time. Oh, me too. Take care, Stephanie Ann Johnson. And here we go with He Knows.